Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 269. And today, we're going to be talking about a question that I received a lot after the big, major announcement that Amazon let everyone know that they're not going to be allowing promotions and discounts in exchange for a review. And again, I just want to really highlight that in exchange for a review. Now, I know there's a little bit of a gray area there. We're not really sure. Like, does that mean that I can't run any promotions? And in the terms of service, it clearly says that you can still run promotions to your customers. It says that, right? You just can't do it in exchange for a review. But however you want to uh, interpretate that is, is totally up to you. What I really want to do here is answer the question, is private label dead now? I get that question a lot, I, and I've gotten it before too, even like people saying like, well, the market seems like it's getting saturated, there's just not any products out there for anyone to sell anymore, uh, you know, what do I do, is private label dead, like, should I not even think about doing it, and again, I think a lot of people are just looking at one channel, that's Amazon, right, And that's really what we're looking at is just Amazon. So Amazon is what we're all kind of like focusing on. I mean, me personally, I'm not just focusing on that. Uh, I kind of uh, have said that from the beginning, right? It's like, you know, it's a channel. Uh, eBay's a channel. Uh, Google's a channel. Uh, Etsy's a channel. They're they're all channels. Uh, And we can take advantage of those channels, but we also have to, you know, kind of conform to their their rules. It's their, you know, it's their property. We've talked about that. But I really want to address this is, uh, you know, that big question, right? Is private label dead? Uh, and Scott, what do we do? Like, you know, and what I really want to do here is just answer that and kind of go through my thoughts. And this is going to be kind of random. I've got some bullet points that I want to cover, but it is going to be kind of random uh, because uh, my, my thoughts are random on this. And when I start going into a certain part of my thoughts, uh, I tend to wander a little bit, all right? So bear with me. I promise, though, I will try to let you see the bigger picture here and understand that just because they made this update does not mean that private labeling is dead, all right? I want you to just understand that Google has done this in the past. Uh, you guys probably have heard of Niche Pursuits, you know, my good buddy, Spencer Hawes. And, you know, I mean, he was building niche sites uh, before he even had his software tool, Longtail Pro. He was building niche sites and ranking them, and it was easy, and, you know, you could drive a bunch of backlinks to it and get it ranked and everything. And then, you know, Google just kept updating and kind of knocking people out and then changing the rules, and the people were trying to go ahead and, and figure out the next new strategy and all this stuff. But it really comes down to, you know, these rules are changing, but people adapt. And if people don't want to adapt, if they just want to try to play along with that strategy, then yes, you're going to get beat, okay? And I think Spencer has really proved that over the years, he's just conformed to the rules and made it now where when he builds a, uh, a website to rank, he's doing it for the long term. And I think that's what we all have to kind of take away is that, yes, you can game the system, but you can do it for just so long. And if you're into it for the long term, you know, you need to play by the rules and you need to do the best job that you know how to set yourself up with assets and not just a strategy. Okay. So, like I said, go back to Google, right? They've been doing this forever now. I mean, making these updates because people are coming in and figuring out a loophole and then they're figuring out a way to plug that loophole. And then what happens there is the people that were using that strategy, they get wiped out. And on Google, it was a little bit more harsh. It was like one night, one night you woke up or one morning you woke up and all of a sudden your, your site is gone and everyone was basically not making any money that were ranking that way. 
Amazon didn't really do that to us. They kind of warned us a little bit, and then all of a sudden they said, we're not going to allow this anymore. They didn't say like we were going to take your listings and then shut them down, or we were going to wipe out all of your reviews overnight. They didn't do that. Now, does that mean that we're not going to lose some of those reviews that we did through a promo? No, that that could be. We, we might lose some of them, but I've always said, always said that our initial launch is to get ranked and then to get some reviews coming in. And as they come in, that's going to build some social proof and they can be coming in from the promotion. True. We're not saying that they have to come in through that because all of my follow-up sequences were always the same. And I think that's what, what Amazon really has been saying too, is that we don't want you to just send people through a follow-up or try to solicit those people that left you or that you want to leave a review on a promotion. We want you to do it straight across the board. And that's really what I've done from day one. And I've taught people to do from day one. It's really like set up your email sequence. So when someone buys your product, you don't know if they bought it through a promo or not. And once that they've done that, they're going to go through there and it's up to them to leave feedback or a review. You're going to then, yes, encourage them to do it or say, hey, would you do me a favor and go let Amazon know how I did for you? Because Amazon wants to make sure that we're taking care of you and we want to take care of you. You know, that's all that we've ever done. So we have not like really hammered uh, people that have left or that people that have done a promo and then we say, you know, we're only going to really hammer those people and say, give us a review, give us a review. We've never, ever done that. And I've never said to do that. All right. But here's what I want to do. I want you right now to understand that people buy products online, period. Okay. Let's just think about this for a second. People buy products online. All right. Now, private label kind of came into the mix, you know, when people were starting to say, oh, well, I could take a product, make it my own and then launch on Amazon, right? And grocery stores have been doing this for years, right? They have different cereal types and all that, right? So it's it's been happening for years. It's just, it was now adapted to this sales channel. So let's just say that you have your own website or you have other channels that you might want to sell on. You can still, you can launch a product on eBay right now and private label it. You can do that. Like, so for people to say private labeling is dead, that to me is not correct at all. Like, I, th- I think that it's it's alive and well, and it will be, right? It's just a matter of doing the big thing, and that is finding a market and a product that you can sell, right? But let's just say right now, let's pretend, okay? Let's, let's have a little fun here. Let's pretend that Amazon isn't even here, okay? It isn't even here. What would you do? Like, what would you do if Amazon wasn't even here? We didn't have... Even the, the the site to look at, you know, like products or any of that stuff, like what would we do? Well, number one, I'll tell you what I would do. I'd look for markets and products that needed a problem solved or people that were really, really passionate about that market. That's what I would look for. Well, I could look other places than Amazon, okay? So I would look at other channels that are currently selling. And yes, you might not get the data you get from Amazon, but Etsy shows you a lot of those sellers and how many they've sold and how long they've been selling, so I could kind of reverse engineer a good selling product on Etsy without even having a tool, and I've done that, by the way, Uh, especially in my photography business, I've done that when I'm selling digital products in that space, I've done that, and it works, okay? Now, eBay, same thing. You can go over to eBay, and you can see the items that have sold in the in the past uh, you know six months or since that listing's been live, it shows you that data. Or you can look through all of the reviews that were posted on eBay and you can see how many were of a certain item that that person is selling. Yes, it's going to be uh, you know more work than it is right now on on Amazon, 
but I would do those things to really try to see what is already selling, what the market wants, and then I could come in and do something very similar to what we're doing on Amazon and then just launch it on that platform or launch it on, on another platform or launch it on my own website. So again, going back to is private label dead? No, you can just private label something and not even sell it on Amazon if you want to. All right, so hopefully this is opening your eyes and also just letting you see that there's a bigger picture than just this Amazon thing. But I'm gonna tie it back into Amazon, I promise, okay? Because I know a lot of you are like, well, yeah, but that's great, but I wanna sell on Amazon. I get it, right? We do have Amazon and we'll talk about that in a minute. But okay, so the other thing that I would do is I would test product as maybe an affiliate. So a lot of these products have an affiliate program. I mean, heck, eBay has uh, somewhat of an uh, of a uh, uh, an affiliate program in place. You know, so you can become an affiliate for certain products on certain channels. Uh, so there's ways of doing that as well. There's also other uh, websites out there uh, that uh, have uh, affiliate deals for physical products. Uh, so you can go and check out those, right? And then you can just start selling that product as an affiliate. Okay, and an affiliate, anybody that doesn't know that, that basically just means that that company is allowing you to sell a product uh, and in exchange for that, they'll give you 20, 30, 50%. But a lot of times, like on Amazon, they only give like six, 7%. eBay, probably similar. But if you're selling someone's product and they have an affiliate program for that product, uh, you can you could sell that product uh, basically as their product. You're not private labeling it, but you're gonna be able to test it before you would actually private label that item. Okay. The other thing you can do, and I know Tim Ferriss talked about this using Google ads. This is back in his four hour work week where he took a a Google ad and ran it to an ad that was for a product that he didn't even have. He wasn't even going to fulfill. He was going to then refund them their money just to see the, I'm not sure if it was refunding their money. Maybe it was just to get a sign up to see who would be interested, something like that. But it was a way for him to validate that the product was in demand and that people were willing to buy it. Okay. So we can, again, do the same thing now with Facebook ads, okay? But what we could do is we could buy some of these products, maybe even some of our competitor products, and run an ad to it and sell it, and we can fulfill it ourselves. We just buy 10 of something, ship it to our house, and we ship it out to the people that buy it through our ad. Or maybe we run a contest around that, uh, that product or those products that you're going to put into a package or a bundle, and we can see if there's any interest on Facebook that you can start uh, you know, zoning in on. All right, and then that can test our product before we actually launch it. So there's other ways to do it to establish if a product is worth private labeling, and then you can still do the same thing, all right? So just understand that private labeling is not Amazon-specific. It's not, okay? It, it, it's, it's a product that you are manufacturing that you are going to sell. It's, it's kind of like uh, if you were going to invent something, it's the same thing except you're not inventing something. You're taking something that's off the shelf in a sense and then you're modifying it, making it your own, and that's what we're calling private labeling, all right? So just understand that it's not just uh, Amazon related. It's you can take that product, which we've talked about. They've, you know, you've got Walmart.com now. You know, you had Jet.com. You've got these other platforms that you can sell at Sears.com. You can sell your product. Yes, it's going to take some more work to get it get it launched there. I personally uh, would just go again to to the uh, the one that's going to be the easiest um, for me personally. And I'll talk about this in a minute. Is really about you know how can you build your own channel? Because I think that right there is going to be major moving forward. All right now. The good news is, and there is some good news. I mean, that's all good news too, right? But the the really good news is, guess what? We do have Amazon, right? So even if we couldn't sell, now they didn't say, now this would have been, this would have been terrible, right? If they said, 
Okay, guys, guess what? Anyone that's selling right now that is, uh, that's giving uh, promos away in exchange for reviews, we're going to wipe you out. You can't sell on Amazon anymore. That right there, that would have shook everyone up, right? That would have been crazy. And you know what? Who knows? That could happen one of these days. We don't know, right? We don't know that. But we're going to say probably not, but it could, right? But if that happened, if we got removed from Amazon, we couldn't sell there, but we still had access to the platform as a customer, we can still now use that as a product research tool, right? Because now we can look at the sales volume that's going through. We can read the reviews. We can learn about the audience. We can learn about what they like, what they don't like. And then we can take that information, create our own private label product. And guess what? We can sell it on our own platform. Or we can sell it on another platform that will allow us to sell our product on that platform. You see what I'm saying? Hopefully, this is this is uh, waking you up a little bit. If you were having this, ugh, private labeling's dead. I guess I got to move on to the next thing. No, you don't have to, right? So just understand that the opportunity is still there. And again, the good news is that we aren't banned. We can still sell on Amazon. So that's great. But now what, Scott, right? We can't give away promotions anymore in exchange for a review. Well, honestly, guys, I've always said like your initial your initial launch, yes, you'd like to get a few reviews so you can start your pay-per-click and stuff, but really the initial launch, the initial start of the, the launch in a sense was really just to start getting sales and to start getting ranked and then start running pay-per-click and then that's how you're going to start ranking. And I think it also comes down to picking the right products that aren't that competitive. I mean, if you're going after products that are, you know, let's say they have a thousand reviews, yeah, that's going to be hard to compete, okay? Because if they're ranking and there's and they're making, you know, I don't know, two thousand sales a month, that's going to be hard to compete with because you have to match the, the the daily sales in order to rank, right? But if we find products that are selling three hundred units a month, that's only ten units a day right? I say only, that kind of goes back to the 10 by 10 by one, right? So if we think about it, how can we, how can we go after and get, and get 10 sales a day for our product? And the thing is, is we can match that, that volume that, that maybe page one is getting for that, right? So we don't have to do this huge, big promo push, right? We can give away a hundred units at a discount, right? And I say give away. I mean, that discount can be 50% off. It could be 30% off. It could be 25% off. It doesn't really matter. At this point, we just want to get a spike in sales when we launch, all right? And, and maybe uh, maybe after you run out of inventory, maybe you have to do another one. Well, then you might have to do another little uh, giveaway or a flash sale, as I'll talk about here in a minute, but that's what you need to do, right? Well, now the next question is going to be like, well, okay, Scott, there's these groups out there. They're, they were called review groups. Now they're called deal sites, okay? Because that's kind of how they've all kind of repositioned themselves. And I'm not quite sure how I feel about that yet. Um, it may be uh, an opportunity in the future. I'm not sure. Um, right now, I'm going to kind of just, I think, relax for a second and let things kind of settle out. But, uh, you know, yes. You know, we're not we're not going to maybe want to go out there and uh, and go after those audiences because they've already been kind of trained to leave reviews and all that stuff. But what we need to do is just go find a hundred people that will buy our product at a discount. And there's a bunch of different ways we can do that. And I'm not going to go into all of those right now. I'll probably be doing more on that in the future. But you just really have to think about like how do you find your audience, 
Like, how do you build a list of people that will be willing to buy your product at a discount? All right. So the first thing that I would start doing is building an email list. You guys have heard me talk about this a while now, uh, because I'm a big believer in that. I've been a big believer in that for the past 10 years because I've done it in my brick and mortar business. I've done it uh, in my photography uh, business, online, offline, and I've done it uh, in in the physical products world, and I've done it here with uh, you know TAS, right? Because you get to communicate with people, you get to uh, you get to email them with with quality content, with offers, with deals, right, uh, and, and recommendations, and it's the same principle, but once you have that audience, once you have that email list, that's an asset that you'll have forever. So if you want to run a flash sale, okay, and you say, hey, guess what? We're going to be doing a 30% discount to all of our all of our subscribers starting Friday through Sunday, uh, and you maybe let them know Wednesday. Well, they know it's coming, right? And then on Friday, you make that discount available, and then boom, you sell a bunch of units, Right? Now, you can do that a whole bunch of different ways, but that's a way that you can spike sales with your list. It's not a review group list. I'm doing air quotes. Uh, it's it's your list. It's people that might have bought from you already. It's, pe- it's people that might have signed up for a contest that you were doing on a Facebook ad uh, for your product because we know that they're focused. Uh, not they're focused. They're, they're, uh, well, they are. They're, they're targeted. That's what I'm trying to say. They're, they're targeted. You're focusing on the people that are your audience, and then you know that they're targeted, right? Because you've done that work up front, all right? So we can we can do a bunch of stuff with that list. We can then again give them other resources to have them uh, use our product better. We could have them uh, we can have them uh, send in uh, testimonials about uh, what they've done, uh, you know, with the product that's helped them, or how they've had fun with it, or whatever, right? So we can engage with them. We can start to build new products with them. Right, so there's so much that you can do with that email list, and that's a huge, huge asset, a huge thing that I think should be on everyone's mind, uh, and I think that should be the next thing moving forward that we all should be doing. All right, I mean, you can take again and create your own email list slash sales funnel, and then from there, it helps people through the process. And I say sales funnel, some people don't like that word, but it's basically just taking people through the process and giving them new experiences, but then also additional offers to other things that you sell because they're related to that, right? I'm not saying that you wouldn't ever sell to that that list, but you would want to give also extra value and not just uh, pitches. You know, you, you just don't want to sit there and just keep making offers and offers and offers, all right? But the cool thing is, guess what? Is a lot of people say, well, Amazon won't let me collect their email addresses. And you know what? You might be right. You know, we've done insert cards. They kind of work. It's still hard to take someone from when they're sitting at the kitchen table tearing open a box to go to their computer to do something. But if you have something um, that is, uh, you know, something worth them doing it, like maybe some additional video tutorials on how to use it or maybe how other people used it and they got these results or whatever your product does, you could always create nice videos for people to go to and then you can send that to them uh, by them opting in, Right. Sign up for our VIP list to get special deals on our products. And those products then from there, you are going to send them to uh, your Amazon uh, listing or you might not in the future, depending on what Amazon decides to do. Maybe, maybe you take those email addresses later and then you send them to something else like more content. You know, Amazon said that we really can't take people away from their platform and sell them the same product. That's basically what they've said. Now, however you want to interpret those uh, terms of services up to you. I don't think there's anything 
anything wrong with giving someone value inside of an insert card um, by having them opt in, as long as you're giving them value, all right? big The big companies are doing it as well, and so are the small guys, and I hear a lot of people say the VIP is pretty much a, a way to go because people feel as though they're going to get um, extra deals, but they're also going to get extra resources and all that stuff. But again, use your own discretion on that. But again, it is harder to get people from Amazon to an email list, right? So a great way to do this then is to go buy your traffic, right? Go over to Facebook ads um, and start using those. Target those audiences that you want to target or maybe reach out to the people that are running these groups on Facebook or these fan pages. Reach out to them. Go to Pinterest if that's where your market is. Go to Instagram if that's where your market is. There's so many different ways that we can go out there to get people over to an offer that wants them or gets them to, to uh, enter their name and email address for whatever you're going to give them. And again, that could be just a 50% off discount on your product. Now, some people will say, well, Scott, if I give them 50%, will they still be able to leave a review? At this point, I don't really care if they leave a review, right? At this point, I'm just trying to get them on the email list and purchase a product as a customer. So now in the future, if I want to, I can do that. I can, you know, send them, you know, another offer or I can send them content and then they're going to be part of our brand, right? They're going to be, you know, part of our subscriber base, right? So that's really what we're after. We're going to get the spike in sale, but we're also going to potentially get them to leave a review, right? If they go through our email follow-up that we already have on the back end of Amazon, uh, it seems like I'm talking fast today. If you guys have me on two-speed, I feel sorry for you. (laughs) Uh, I'm just, I'm really fired up about this because I get so many people that feel as though it's over. The game is over. It's done. They pulled the plug. And that's the furthest thing from the truth in my eyes, right? If anything, it's going to get us to be a little bit more prepared and taking action on those other things. I've had other people that they're doing over $150,000 a month and they're like, I have no email list. I have no outside traffic. I'm kind of living on the Amazon crack as they call that. Actually, that's exactly what they said. It's kind of like they're on the Amazon drug. And you know what? That's dangerous, right? It's dangerous because if you can't get your supply, guess what? You're, you're done, right? You're, you feel like you're going to die. Um, so in the same, it's the same thing here. You have to get yourself ready and set up for, uh, you know, for your own channel and your own email list. So this way here, you don't have to rely on that if something happens. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up, I promise, but I did have a couple more points here on my notes that I wanted to talk about. Okay. So I, I also get, you know, like, okay, so What do we do now if we're going to launch products, right? Do we still launch our products on Amazon the way that we used to? Well, it depends on how you used to do it, right? Uh, If you're just giving away units at a discount in the beginning, not necessarily for the review, uh, then then yeah, you you can still do that. They said that you can give promos and discounts to your customers. Or if you want to, just discount the price for two days and then tell people that it's going on sale. You know, do something like that. Um, As far as getting your base set of reviews, again, if you give 20% off discount, 30% off discount, we don't know what the threshold is. It might be a threshold. Um, You still may be able to get some of those reviews. Again, not in a review group. I would say get those organically or get them through, you know, your email list or get them through running a promotion that way. Um, And and if they're going to stick, they're going to stick. If they don't, they don't. But really, we're just trying to get the sales so we can start to rank. Once we start to rank, then we can start getting our reviews uh, organically through our sequence, the same sequence that people that get it at a discount, we're still going to be able to get those reviews coming through. But the key is to get ranked so we get eyeballs, right? If we get eyeballs, we can get sales organically through those sales. We'll start to get reviews. All right. Now, 
Um, the other thing I wanted to really highlight here is, and I want to stress this, is product research is key, right? This is where the low competition products come into the mix, right? If you're going after products that get a lot of sales and they get uh, and they get, have a lot of reviews, you're going to have a lot of competition, right? So this is where I would say, you know, go after products again that are at the 300, 400, you know, uh, you know, sales per month. You know, we're talking 10, 12 a day. We want to look at low reviews. You know, I've said in the past, you know, like 500 would be my max. But, you know, you want to look at products maybe even in the 200 or 100 uh, or less, uh, you know, less is the better, uh, you know, using jungle scout, you know, you can go in there and set those parameters. You can go in there and say, I only want products to come up in the web app, uh, you know, that show 50 sale or 50 sales, 50 reviews or less, or a hundred reviews or less. And you can kind of work backwards from there. Um, so again, that's how you can do it, but that's really what you want to do because that's, again, you don't have to compete with reviews. Then we're not competing with reviews in order to get our 10 sales, uh, you know, a day that's, we, we don't have to do that. And, also now, if we don't have to do that, if we don't have to compete with the reviews and we don't have to compete with, you know, 50 to 100 sales a day, right, then if we do a little discounted promo, right, we can still rank without really doing a huge massive promo slash giveaway, right, and the way that we're going to be able to do that is use our own email list if we have one, our own asset, or partner up with someone that does, and offer that discount, offer 30% off for the next two days, right? You could do it where, again, like you don't need to even give them a coupon code. Just say, we're going to open it up to your list for two days or your own list. We're going to open it up here. We're going to give a discount for the next two days. We're going to give 30% off, no codes needed, and you just lower your price for two days. And you might even get some organic sales that's going to uh, drive sales because you've lowered the price a little bit, right? And we kind of call this our flash sale, right? But the launch is really there for spiking the sales, right? And if we spike the sales, we're going to start ranking because Amazon bases just about everything off of sales, right? And then once you get sales, guess what? You start to rank, and then once you rank, you get more sales. Again, you still need to have your listing optimized, right? We've talked about that in the past. You still have to optimize your listing. You gotta have good keywords in the in the front end and in the back end. You gotta have good images, all of that stuff. If you don't have any of that stuff, it doesn't really matter. You know, you're not gonna convert well. So we have to convert well. I mean, that stuff's still the same. Nothing's changed there, right? So, and really, to me, nothing really big has changed anyway because I'm not going after products that I have to give away, you know, 50 units a day in order to rank, right? You want to find those those products that you don't have to put all of that work in there. And plus, not to mention, you know, everyone else out there is going to be in the same boat now, right? So you don't have to go out there and uh, and try to compete with all of these these people that are really hammering reviews or you know giveaways to get reviews. So this way here they're spiking sales and they're getting more reviews. So you're competing, you know, you're or you're you're uh, struggling with two elements there, right? So again, once you rank and you have a good listing and you have a good product. You'll start getting organic sales. And then guess what? Your email sequence in the back end that you have set up, hopefully you have it set up in Sales Backer, where that will allow you to actually automate it. It's kind of like having a VA, a virtual assistant, doing the work for you, but it's automated totally within terms of service, too. Uh, if you guys missed that episode that I did with Chris Guthrie, who is the creator of Sales Backer, we went through on a podcast, we went through like 
certain sequences and uh, and how they can affect your conversion rates and getting people to actually follow through and do their feedback and reviews. Um, that's episode 246. We actually did a workshop, uh, which is is uh, still available, actually, the, the replay is, that is, and you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 246. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well, but that was really, really good. He actually shared um, some really uh, good strategies for the follow-up sequence, so definitely go check that out. Again, it's all about going after your real customers to get real reviews, not just a promo, um, okay, or if you've done deals, um, you know, on deal sites or anything like that, okay? Um, So this is how you build a real business and asset, in my opinion, okay? That's my opinion. I think if you want to build a, a business that has a true asset that you control, it's an email list of your customers and potential customers, uh, because that will allow you to send out an email at will. And then from there, you can spike your your sales. You can get social shares going on out on your content that you publish. And then it can just really build around your brand. Uh, And then there, if something happens that Amazon says, "Mm -mm, no more, you're covered. And at this point, that would be your launch list. That would be what you would do on any product or any product that you wanted to spike. You would just send out a promotion or say, hey, we're doing a flash sale. Right, because some people said, "Well, what if you, what if you do a code for thirty percent off?" And they say anybody that does a code, they can't leave a review. I still wouldn't worry about that because I'm really looking at spiking the uh, the algorithm. So this way here, we can start to get uh, you know back up in the rankings. But if you wanted to say, "Well, you know what? Maybe I'll just not do a code and I'll just say I'm going to discount my price for two days and I'll just lower my price for two days. That's it. Right? You're just doing a sale. Right? And it's coming right through Amazon just as it would. Right? So again. It's just another another way that you could do it, all right? But if you want to, again, if you want to reach out to other people, okay, and have other people uh, help you maybe uh, share your product, okay, of audiences, go, go out there and look for, for popular blogs in your market or reach out to people um, that are in your, that are in your in industry um, on YouTube uh, or maybe on Pinterest. Like I said, right, uh, we did a really great podcast um, all about this actually with one of our listeners and that's episode 237 and it talks all about how he built, I believe it was only a list of about 175 or 200 people, but they were very, very responsive and that's all he needed to launch his product and he's doing phenomenal. So definitely go check out that one too. I'll put it in the show notes as well. And then the other one that you should probably check out is the one I did back in episode 230 where I talked back then about building three funnels or three different sales funnels or even email capture funnels. Um, so that's there as well. So definitely go check that out. I think that, again, I couldn't have planned that any better because that there, I felt back then, I even felt that before I even started on Amazon, but I shared it in episode 230 and I broke it down because a lot of people wanted to know exactly how that looked and and what would be a good, you know, sales funnel or email capture funnel to put in place. So I really outlined that in episode 230. So guys, my final thoughts really on this whole thing is that this new update, yes, eh, it, it kind of, you know, puts a little kink in things uh, for people that were relying on getting reviews to compete with people that had more reviews. Um, I get that, but I really think that it's also leveled the playing field. Now we don't have to worry about people with deep pockets just blasting and blasting and blasting and then getting a ton more reviews so we can't compete review-wise. I think the ranking thing is still going to be in there. If you have a list or if you have someone that you know has a list 
that you can promote your product through that's going to help you spike your sales regardless, all right? But here's the five things I just wanted to kind of recap on and kind of go over to kind of make it a little bit more clear for you, okay? So number one is still pick a low uh, competition product in a good market, okay? Not just the product, in a good market, okay? Two, launch as usual, discount your, your product, you know, to receive some initial sales, Okay. Three, follow up with your customers, whether they're discounted customers or, or, uh, they're just regular organic customers that have found you through Amazon, ask for feedback, ask for reviews. Um, a lot of people skip the feedback thing. I I'm a believer that feedback is going to also strengthen your account. So I don't leave that out. Um, four, use pay-per-click or sponsored ads to drive sales through keywords. I'm putting uh, the uh, the old air quotes on that one too. Uh, you want to definitely drive sales through sponsored ads. You know, pay per click to drive sales because that is going to also help you rank. Okay. Uh, another strategy that someone was talking about, which might be a good idea too, is even discount your product a little bit and then drive pay per click traffic to it and get a bump in sales that way too. So another another thing you can do, and it's totally within Amazon, so they they love it too. And then five is just rinse and repeat. Like pick low com, you know competition products. Launch as usual, follow up with your customers, use pay-per-click to drive sales through keywords, and just repeat it, right? And, well, the only other thing that I would add in there is build your email list in the, in, in the process. Like, do that as soon as possible. Like, that's a missing piece that I think a lot of people are just relying on the next sale, relying on the next sale. And we don't want to do that. We, we don't want to just rely on the next sale. We want to be prepared to, you know, go out there and do another product launch and then feel as though we have a customer list or a potential customer list that could help us launch that product organically and naturally, right? And then we can bring people through the follow-up sequence that we have in place. And that email list to me is a huge asset. And I think, I think we all should be focusing on that. So guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Show notes are going to be at theamazingseller.com forward slash 269. Can't believe we're at 269 already. We made it. We made it this far. The other thing I wanted to do real quick is I wanted to let you guys know about a new workshop, a brand new workshop that I've put together, and it's really all about how to find those products and those markets that are like we just talked about, right? Like low competition, like how to discover them, how to validate, and really what criteria should we look at? I know a lot of people struggle with this, a lot of people. So what I did is I broke it down into three steps, okay? So it's a three-step process that we're going to be able to discover and then validate uh, through this three-step process, and I'm going to be doing that on an upcoming workshop. So if you want to register for that, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash discover, okay? So theamazingseller.com forward slash discover, and you'll find that. It'll be in the show notes uh, to this episode as well. Uh, but again, we're going to be looking at low competition products that don't require this huge giveaway uh, that you you have heard about doing, right? Or that you may have even done yourself. We want to we get rid of that if we can, right? And a way to do that is to find products that don't need that, okay? They don't need that huge, huge spike in sales, and they don't need that huge base of reviews before you start making sales. So that's what we're going to do on this upcoming workshop. So definitely go register for that, theamazingseller.com forward slash discover. I'll also be there with my good friend, Chris Schaefer. We'll be answering live Q&A as well. Brand new stuff. Go check it out. Would love to see you there. Uh, so guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Hopefully this has given you another view, another uh, another angle to look at this business model and to say, you know what? Scott, you're right. Private label isn't just Amazon. 
It's been going on for years. It's just we've adapted it to Amazon. So hopefully it's done that for you. Hopefully it's got you excited and uh, and, and you're ready to go out there and crush it. So that's what I want for you. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. If you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud today, guys. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.